hello, my name is Alex Buchanan, and I'm joined here with Jerry Cartier, and uh, we're both Pittsburgh Steelers beat writers for Skull King Sports, and uh, we're going to break down their week one matchup with the New York Giants. Um, so, I guess, um, Jerry, give me your first impressions on the game. Very first impressions, Alex, was Ben had to, he was really rusty coming out. So the first couple of uh, sets of downs, he really looked like he had a hard time getting in the rhythm of things. And James Conner, the same could be said for him as well. But I, I would imagine we'll touch on Conner a little later. I, I agree with you. I thought um, like that, the, the first quarter, I was like, oh, no, is, is, ben, um, is ben not the same Ben anymore? Did that elbow injury kind of uh, get him? And, uh, and he started to warm up and um, the offense started to started to get going what did you think about the offense in general what I really like to see was Juju back to being Juju again and I don't know how much of it you can attribute to just Ben being there Juju you got to remember Smith Schuster was a very young 20 year old coming out of USC and when you have a very young uh, wide receiver coming out and you had Antonio Brown who was still in the fold at the time coming to a veteran team with an offense that was a, a really a well-oiled machine at the time was paramount in Juju achieving what he did a couple of seasons ago. And I really feel that last year with Ben, you know, getting injured in, in week two, there was not that leadership for, uh, for Smith Schuster to really blossom into what he could have become. Um, I, I think is, is the way I want to put it there. So if you get my meaning, I just think that it was a lost year for him. And I saw to see him out there doing the things that he does, having fun the way that he wanted to have fun. I think that was a telling sign for how this offense will operate moving forward uh, throughout the season. Yeah, I, I totally agree with your analysis there. Um, it was great to see him having fun again. And, um, you know, I mean, the, the big question was, um, is Juju Smith-Schuster a number one receiver? And um, if if uh, week one is any hint, uh, I, I think I think Juju is a number one receiver, and um, he looked he looked good, man. And 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 a lot of that is Big Ben and him having that leadership. Oh, absolutely. You know, so um, I guess before we get to the uh, wide receivers, what do you think about Ben throughout the the whole uh, the whole game? Once he started to warm up, as you alluded to earlier, he was more comfortable in the pocket. I think what he needed to do is get hit a couple of times. I think it was late in the first quarter where he was um, almost sacked and then he was brought down deep in their own territory. I think at that point, he realized, okay, I, I'm, I can get hit. I'll be fine. And he wasn't afraid. He was running with the ball. There was one time there, it was a little scary that yeah, he didn't slide until the last minute. And I thought, oh, good. Oh, goodness. There we go with the legs again. Luckily, he was okay. But he can't do that every week because otherwise he won't last the season. But once he got comfortable and started slinging the ball around, he found Deontay Johnson a lot in the second half. Juju, as we mentioned, Claypool had that toe tap catch that you and I talked about. And, um, the, the receivers, and we'll talk, like you said, we'll talk about them in a few minutes. I really like the way that Ben started to feel comfortable and, and poised in the pocket. Yeah, when he, uh, when he got 
hit um, and he came up limping, I was like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was nervous. I went, oh, no. Same. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Big Ben gets hit a lot. And, you know, he's usually, he's usually hurt two or three games late in the season. But I was like, oh, no, week one, really? But, yeah. uh, I mean, it just kind of shows how tough he is. And, um, you know, he – I mean, like you said, he – he 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 looked good he looked good and um it's uh i think it's for Steelers Steelers fans i think it's a uh, good sign to be honest with you oh yeah i couldn't agree more I, I absolutely couldn't agree more he made it through the game he looked better as time went on and toward the end of the game he did what it took to win the game yes for sure now the wide receivers chase claypool man that uh that that toe touch cat was beautiful just it was, it was a thing of beauty. It really was, Alex. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I think that he just kind of showed the franchise and showed the fans that um, he means business, and he's 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 going to be a threat. To be honest with you, um, the one receiver that I'm I don't know uh, he I mean he muffed a punt and then he kind of dropped a few passes was Deontay Johnson. What what, what was your thoughts on Deontay Johnson? It's it's funny you mention that, and and the uh, they alluded to this on the broadcast, but I had thought about it. So in the very beginning, especially when he muffed that punt, I was like, oh god, here we go, because that put us. I mean, luckily the defense came up big and forced the Giants into a field goal situation after starting so deep in in Pittsburgh territory. Um, with the miscues in the early going of that game, they very easily could have yanked him or put him on the bench as Tomlin likes to do. Instead, after Ben hit him in the back with the ball, I don't know if you remember that play, the total miscue, he wasn't where he was supposed to be. Ben yelled at him. After that point, I want to say he caught the next four passes. He was where he needed to be for the rest of that game, and he seemed to really find a connection with Roethlisberger. Now, I don't know if that's just, you know, that game we'll have to wait and see this coming week to see if that continues but I liked what I saw in that he recovered from the early miscues and the early gaffes and really made a statement in the second half that was very good to see to see a young player be able to do that and not let it get in their head is a really good sign I like your point and uh he actually was the most targeted receiver in the game with uh, 10 targets and he ended up with six receptions for 57 yards. Uh he was only about he was only 12 yards uh 12 yards less than Juju which is promising, you know. Um but I think the uh, 10 targets kind of shows that Ben's looking for him. Yeah, absolutely and and I think those three three at least three of those four in, uh, the the ones that did not connect were early on. So again, it, it later in the in the game they were connecting every single time Ben looked his way. Excellent sign. I was very happy to see that. For sure. Um, and then the other two pass catchers, I'm talking about tight ends, uh, Eric Ebron, Vance McDonald. He they were they were targeted twice, but I feel like they were blocking more than they were running routes. Do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I didn't. I saw Ebron running downfield a few times. I only saw Vance McDonald, honestly, on that one catch. That is the only time in the game that I can actually remember seeing him where he wasn't blocking. That 
that and the fact that they didn't target their running backs in the passing game tells me that this is a different offense now. They're, they're running things differently. So it, we're going to have to keep an eye on this and see how the Steelers operate this. It, they, they may be changing things up based on the fact that they do have these young, talented wide receivers. And, um, and, and you know, we'll talk about James Conner, I'm sure, in a minute. But uh, the, the things that things are changing. The offense, the way we knew it the last few years, I don't think we're going to see that Steeler offense this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, they are definitely changing their offense. Yeah, they, 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 they really didn't throw it to the running backs. Um, it could be because one of the running backs got hurt. Um, and before we even get to the running backs, I want to, I kind of want to end on that. Um, but so let's jump sure. to the defense. Now, there's no, uh, the defense last year was, I mean, it was, I think it was between them, the 49ers, and then the Patriots, and you can kind of juggle which one was the best um, last year. But, man, they, uh, they came out to uh, play, and uh, they, did they look good? Yes, they did. You mentioned the Patriots and the 49ers. I, I would have to give it to the Steelers because that defense almost single-handedly carried an inept offense into the playoffs. So, you know, I, and, and that's not just because I like the Steelers or we cover the Steelers. I'm not being a homer when I say that. You have to really look at when Minka Fitzpatrick came on board. I, what was it, in week three? When, when the trade went down, was it three or four? But it was early in the season enough that something happened to this defense. That was a shot in the arm that they needed. And then they just ran roughshod over everybody. And they really, they showed the Giants at least and everybody on national television that they, they, there was really no signs of them going anywhere. This is going to be a defense that is going to be, have to be reckoned with this year. Yeah, and if they and if they all stay healthy, let's knock on wood here. I mean, they are going to be a a threat, you know. That's, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's definitely a juggernaut defense because, and you look at this too, Alex. They had two interceptions on the night. Neither of them were by the secondary. That tells you a lot about this defense. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick were kind of quiet, you know. I mean, uh, T.J. Watt was. Alt was pressuring, of course. I mean, he was he was in the backfield every single play. But I mean, compared to Devin Bush, who had I think seven tackles. I mean, man, he was. Oh, Devin Bush was all over the field, Alex. And what can you say about Bud Dupree? They had no answer for Bud Dupree. Yeah, this uh, this the this this linebacker core is oh, it is it's scary. It is it's scary. One hundred percent, it really is. You know, um, yeah. So I mean, I, I think uh, I think the defense is just as good as last year, and if they stay healthy, I mean, it's it is going to be a nightmare for teams. I couldn't agree more. I, I think the the Ravens need to look out because last year we played them very very tough in in a game where we had no offense. This year we do have an offense that can keep up with them. So it'll be interesting when these two teams get together just to see what Pittsburgh can do against Lamar Jackson. I, I'm I'm very interested in that. I can't wait. Yeah, I cannot wait for that game. And one of those games is on Thanksgiving this year. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> be fantastic. So um yeah, let's let's end this talking about the running backs. Um James Connery got hurt. Um I mean 
and I'm trying not to be mean, right? Because I mean, James Conner's story. I mean, how can you not love the guy? Um, oh, he absolutely. You know, I mean, how how can you not? And then how can you like? You just feel horrible, horrible for him because he he seemed like he was so ready for this season, and then he gets hurt. Uh, he sprains his ankle. Um, yeah, I mean, what are your kind of thoughts on this? Well, uh, early in the game, before they didn't announce his injury right away. So I, I, as watching the game in, and this isn't second guessing, this is how it unfolded. I was texting my cousin, who's a huge Steeler fan like I am. I thought that they benched Connor in favor of Snell. Connor did not look good in the beginning. I mean, six rushes for nine yards. That's abysmal. That That's absolutely horrible. And again, I'm not trying to bash, uh, um, I'm not trying to bash Connor. His story is nothing short of amazing, and he's a likable guy, and he fits the mold of this this team in, in ways that even Bell never could have, from personality standpoint. But in watching the two of them, and I am a film guy, I will watch the all twenty twos. I really like to dive into the film. Benny Snell looked really good, so I really think it was just a matter of. They went with the hotter hand at running back. Maybe Connor is hurt. I'm sure that there's some type of injury there. I don't know how what that means moving forward, but I think you're going to see a lot more of Benny Snell moving as the season gets into full, uh, as the season progresses. What was your thought when they drafted Benny Snell? Were you, did, did you watch him in college at all? I did. And even though he was Kentucky's all-time leading rusher, I wasn't that impressed. Um, it just, I'll give you an example. I liked Anthony McFarlane a lot better than Benny Snell from college film. Now, you know, McFarlane's, we're, we're not even discussing him, but I was just kind of giving you a comparison. But what I saw last year from Benny Snell impressed the heck out of me. He was running efficiently with stacked boxes week in and week out. Nobody was playing the pass against Devlin Hodges and, and Mason Rudolph. Everybody was just playing the run. And still, this guy was was getting it done on the ground. Yeah, no. Um, I, I, I really liked him last year. Um, and this year, I mean, it looks like he put in the work. Um, he lost a little bit of weight, I think. Um, and I mean, I just love the way he runs. He runs like he's going to run you over. And um, mm -hmm. sure does. You no. Know, and I, I, I just, I like that. Um, he, he, so he had 19 carries for 113 yards. And I believe there was only one running back who had more yards than him this uh, in week one. And he averaged 5.9 yards a carry. Yeah. So almost six yards, Alex against any defense is tremendous. I'm kind of in the camp where, um, I mean, maybe it's Benny Snell's job now. I mean, I don't know. It's, 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 it's hard to say because James Con when James Conner is healthy, he's, he's good, but he just gets injured so damn much. Yeah, he's never healthy, and that's the thing. As much as we like him, we, we can you know, love him until you know, we're blue in the face. Ultimately, it's about winning championships or at least getting to a point where you can compete for a Super Bowl. And unless you have a healthy 
uh, starting running back that you can rely on to develop continuity in that backfield, take the pressure off of Ben with some good runs, getting, you know, he was getting yardage on first down and setting Ben up with second and three, second and, and four situations. We'll take that every day. But in the early part of that game, Connor was setting him up with second and nine. That's not going to get it done. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And, um, I mean, and Jalen Samuels was not really in the game. He had one carry and he had one reception. Um, so, I mean, I mean, I think Benny Snell is the clear number two for sure. Um, and yeah, and just to kind of just bring the point home, he, he looked fantastic and I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing it. And if, you know, Connor can get healthy, a one-two punch with 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 Snell and Connor, or Connor and Snell. Man, that's that's scary. It is. It is. I look forward to seeing it. Now you know as well as I do that Mike Tomlin is has always been steadfast on the one running back system. Yeah. So if if we're if we're gonna think he's gonna change now, he might. And I'm not saying you know who knows. But if he's gonna go with the way he always did then whoever it is, whether it's Connor, if he can get back there soon, or whether it is Benny Snell, you can look for whoever it is to get the majority of touches and really be the bell cow for this offense. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And this offense can be a powerhouse, just like it's been for, for you know, for plenty of years. Um, and then just finally, uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, Broncos coming to town? Well, you know, I actually like the Broncos this year from the standpoint of I, Drew Locke is, is in, improved and they did bring in some wide receivers and Noah Fant is the Steelers have year in and year out suffered against really good tight ends. That's always been an Achilles heel against them. So that is a concern. They need to find a way to adjust the defense and keep Fant in check. If they can keep Noah Fant in check, I'm not worried about their running game. Phillip Lindsay's hurt. Melvin Gordon doesn't exactly impress me anymore. Um, so I'm not too worried about their running game. And I think they can keep Drew Locke under wraps with Cortland Sutton being hurt and some other young receivers there. Fant is the one I worry about. I like I like the Steelers' chances, to be honest with you. I think the defense can control the, that uh, the line of scrimmage enough to to really make Locke have to rush some things and make some mistakes. And I think Ben will just get better and better each week. So I like our chances. Give me a score. 17-13. I think it's going to be low because the Broncos have a solid defense. I don't think we're going to light them up at all. So 17-13 Pittsburgh. I think I'm going to agree with you. 17-13. And uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll be back for week two. Thanks for... Uh, Thanks for talking, Jerry. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I definitely appreciate it. I had a lot of fun. <laughs>